Welcome to this edition of Morgan You Asked For podcast. Joined again by Trevor Voss here for our NFL Weekly episode. Uh, we'll recap some of the games and then talk about upcoming games and news and notes in the NFL. Uh, welcome, Trev. How is Colorado? It's going all right. Uh, we're, we're still allowed to travel a little bit, but we'll see what happens. I can see next week, Monday or after Thanksgiving, then send out an email for us saying we're not allowed to travel anymore, but we'll see what happens. I, I won't be surprised. I'm kind of prepared for anything at this point. Uh, yeah. We've travel a little bit, but now I wouldn't be surprised if they pull us off the road again with the cases going up. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think all everything's – they're going to let everything go to Thanksgiving. It's just too close to say, no, now you can't do it. You can't go there. But I think right after Thanksgiving, we may not be doing much of anything here in the U.S. Yeah, I, I think a lot of – I mean, we're seeing with schools, especially in, in uh, winter sports coming up, you could take December off, uh, maybe take the first week of January off, whatever date you want to set. And then see how things look. But no, I won't be surprised if most every state uh, kind of shuts down again, schools, just basically everything, and then start back up again in the new year. But we'll see what happens. Absolutely. All right, now let's get into football. Um, kind of the number one thing for me was uh, the Monday night game with the Bears, uh, five and one to start. And now they're five and five. And they're a really bad football team. There's just no other way around it. If I'm Khalil Mack, I walk around that facility and want to punch every offensive coach and every offensive player. Because <laughs> um, their defense, again, gave up 19. You know, I mean, if you give up under 20 in NFL games, you should win most of your football games. You're going to get one where it, like 19 to 13, but against a good team. You know, like, you know, the win against Tampa Bay, 20 to 19. You know, that's going to happen against a good team. Tampa Bay is a good team. That's a good win. If you lost 20 to 19, that's still okay. You know, Tampa Bay's got a good defense. You did your job. It didn't work out. But Minnesota's not good either. Minnesota struggled at the beginning of the year. I think they've won three straight now. But, and that's not to say that they're a great team by any means. But the, these two teams are trending in the opposite directions. Oh, yeah. The Bears started off really good, as you said, and the Vikings started off bad, and now they've kind of switched roles. And you're right. If you, if you hold a team of 19 points in the NFL, or call it, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Football, if you hold a team to 19 points, you expect to win. And the Bears just have nothing going on offense. No run game. The quarterback play is probably – it's about as bad as it gets in the NFL. Yeah, I can't think of a team that's worse off the top of my head maybe than the Jets. And <laughs> there's not much good to say about the Bears, unfortunately. They they have some good players, I think. Right. But, Coach Nagy uh, gave up the offensive play calling duties, and they got worse. <laughs> they got worse. We'll see what happens over the next week or two. But I, I think the Vikings are going to overtake the Bears as one of those teams that's going to be fighting for the wild card spot. And I, don't, I don't know if either team gets it. I, I would doubt would doubt it, but. Definitely the Vikings are trending in the right direction. So, as we move on, we can kind of talk about the Thursday night game. Thursday night games are kind of hit or miss, as we all know. Colts yep. at the Titans. 
and Colts won 34 to 17. And the Titans, I I don't know, the Colts and, and the Titans are kind of two of those teams that you know are good, but how much do you trust them once the playoffs come? You know, we trust them in the regular season for the most part. They're going to beat up on the bad teams. Uh, they're, they're not the type of team that's probably going to beat the Steelers or the Chiefs or someone like that. Um, so that was an interesting game. We have another good Thursday night game coming this week or tomorrow night that we'll talk about later. Browns moved to 6-3 and three over the Texans in a really bad weather game, 10-7. to seven. Wasn't a lot of highlights there. The Giants beat the Eagles 27-17 to 17 in the battle for the NFC East, which is probably the, the closest battle of the division. Absolutely. It's, it's actually kind of fascinating. I mean, we've laughed about it all year, but it's actually very fascinating. Who's going to win that division? Because, yeah, the Giants aren't that full out of it. And, you know, speaking of the Giants, big news out of there today. Um, offensive line coach fired Mark Colombo, who I know is a player. I remember him playing. He was a very good player. Um, mm -hmm. He's like 6'8", huge guy. And the rumor is they got in a fist fight and he beat the shit out of the head coach and he fired him, which I would do the same thing. I guess if the assistant hit me, but I think that's came back and said, I don't think they got in a fist fight, but um, it's not all warm and fuzzy there in giants land. No, there are rumors of that. And that about lunchtime today is when those started yeah. coming up, I think. And the first rumors were that they got in a fist fight. And then of course, shortly after, uh, and I'm sure it came from the giants PR department, whether it's true or not, we, we might not ever know until uh, – Until game Joe day Judge, and Joe Judge has a black eye or something. Right. And and you're right. Mark Colombo played the league, I think, for about 10 years in the NFL or so. I mean, he's a huge guy. But uh, Joe Judge is, is no slouch, I don't think. He's no. he's a pretty mean – not mean-spirited, but he's an aggressive guy, if you want to call it that. Um, his opening press conference when he was first hired really impressed me. Like, I bought in right away, you know – this was some fantasy land where I was actually good enough to be an NFL player. That His opening uh, press conference kind of got me fired up. Like, that's a coach I want to play for. Well, I think they're he, playing hard. Yeah, they're, they're not very good, but they're playing hard for him. And They are. So, he's doing a good job there. He just needs better players. Yeah, I think um, this is a team that there are three wins now. Maybe they finish with five or six. But I think this is a team next year that could, you know, be an eight and eight, nine and 17 if they can – fill the roster a little bit more, but he's, he's doing a good job. But yeah, you're right. We'll, we'll find out come game day or if there's any more press conferences in between, if he's got any marks on his face, I guess, uh, then we'll know that maybe a fight took place or whether it was just all rumor. So it, it's he's tough gonna to get, He's going to get COVID this week and not be able to coach. if you... <laughs> they, That's, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. They, they could put him on uh, COVID protocol just because he was in a scuffle and not tell anyone. <laughs> And then he then he has whatever a week and a half here to uh, heal up, I guess you could say. <laughs> that, that's a good point. But no, he, he he's doing a really good job. I, I did read online that Mark Colombo had uh, uh, Thomas Ralphins Lyman doing some different stuff they did in college, some different techniques, and his play was really down. And then Joe Judge actually stepped in the past two or three weeks with the offensive line group. Yeah, was more involved. And then and basically they had, they had some disagreements at that point. Right. And then they already have a new guy there that was coming in as a consultant and now he's the guy. Um, so this might've been a little bit in the works before, but 
it's really funny when you hear the fights breaking out in coaches. Yeah, and both those guys, I mean, Colombo, like I said, Colombo played in the league. He's obviously, he's a big guy. You got to imagine he's got a lot of passion or aggression in him. Right. And then Joe, if you, if you listen to him talk, you can just tell by his personality that he's not someone that's going to be pushed aside or someone's going to talk back to him, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> you, you and I might be in the hospital if we got in a fight with one of those dudes. Yeah, I don't think it'd be good. I think Joe Judge played or something. Receiver, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I can't remember now, but not the receiver is a tough position, but he, I, I'm pretty sure he played college football and he'd been around for all. But yeah, you're right. He, he kind of has that New York men, mentality, so it, it wouldn't be good for us, I don't think. No, I'm a big weenie <laughs> compared to those guys, guaranteed. Yeah, sure. Um, the Buccaneers bounce back. Get to seven and three over the Panthers. The first half was kind of close, but uh, the Buccaneers ran for over 200 yards in that game. So they, I think they have a good running game. And I think that's what they need to stick to really try to establish a run. And then once you do that, they have all the weapons in the world at receiver and tight ends we know about. We don't even have to mention the names we already have this year. So I, I think if they can become a more dominant running team, I think that's going to be their their success heading forward for the rest of the season. Dolphins moved to six and three over the Chargers. I think the Dolphins. Let me check. I think they've won five straight now. Two is three and zero. Oh. Yes, they they've won five straight. Uh, they're six and three, and the the Dolphins are a sneaky team. That that's that could be a team come the playoffs that. Again, people are starting to pay attention to them, I guess, right now. They got a good defense, you know, and then their offense yeah. is just enough. And you can win with defense. And obviously, uh, Coach Flores, right? And that the head guy there yeah. was the D coordinator at uh, New England. So, I mean, he knows how to coach defense. Or at least learned how to coach defense from uh, Bill right. Belichick. Right. And, so. Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's got them off to a good start. I think I heard something that they're eight eight and three in their last 11 games total going back to last season. Yeah. Definitely a team that's heading in the right direction. Uh, probably the most entertaining game uh, of Sunday was the Rams or excuse me, the Cardinals versus the Bills. Absolutely. That was a great and last it was a great game. <laughs> Two young quarterbacks that are really fun to watch. Uh, you know, who knows how great they're going to be necessarily, but entertaining nonetheless. Right. Kyler Murray comes through at the end, hits the Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins, I think with one second left. And they got the victory to go to six and three, dropping the Bills to seven and three now. If you're the Bills, you feel like that's a game you probably should have won. Right. And but they're right there in third place in the AFC. So it didn't hurt them too much, but that, that could be a game that with the Dolphins at six and three, one game behind them that could come back to haunt them by the end of the year. Yeah, and then just for all, all the gambling fans, let's kind of talk about that one. And then, obviously, the Cleveland game as well. Um, you know, obviously taking a knee for the two-point conversion because they didn't want to kick the extra point. Um, and then they just took a knee. Um, the spread was, you know, right there. If they kick the field goal, the other team gets it. You know, if they get the two-point conversion, the other team, you know, it just mm -hmm. switched everything. And then also, you know, Nick Chubb runs out of bounds and they don't score. Uh, the spread was three and a half. That sounds right. Yep. And, they, and then they won 10 to seven. So, I mean, you know, just two crazy bad beats or whatever, but I think both teams 
did what they thought was right. Now, the only thing with Nick Chubb, I think he should have just went down instead of going out of bounds. Um, but, yeah. Um, but we saw it earlier in the year where uh, Gurley fell into the end zone when he didn't want to, and, and it came back to bite him. So I like seeing those teams being prepared and have the wherewithal to win the game. No matter – they don't care about the betting and stuff. It's, it's just really fun to see. And I, and I love the bad beats on uh, Van Pelt's Sports Center with uh, Stanford Steve. I that I watch that every week, and uh, it's just real funny. And but um, I like seeing teams being prepared and smart in giving your team the best chance to win. You don't want to give the ball back to the other team, you know. Coaches and players are starting to get smarter about that. Just like you said. Let's not worry about fantasy points, style points, or covering the spread type of deal. And the Cardinals didn't do that, and the Browns definitely didn't. Uh, you know, Nick Chubb could have fell down. Instead of running out of bounds, he could have just fell down inbounds, waited for someone to touch him, uh, and then ran out the clock. But he, his mind was in the right spot. Yeah, like he absolutely. And, and that's the weird thing about the NFL where he isn't really down until he gets touched, so he's not like he can just fall down like in college. So I understand maybe where – they are told that just because if you are sitting there and you're not down or are you down and a, a, they come in and punch the ball out or something. So right, a little right. bit of that, I understand why he just went out of bounds. That ends – it's not going to score. It's going to end it. And so I do understand why he did that, but um, but just a great job by him. It was. And, and, and not being selfish either because you know all those guys have – um, clauses in their contract that if they get this many touchdowns or this many carries or whatever, and he didn't think about that. He just knew he wanted to win. Exactly. And you're right. Cause they do have clauses in their contracts. Most players do, or if they hit certain stat lines, yep. uh, they get bonuses and Nick Chubb, you know, I don't know his contract exactly, obviously uh, that can get pretty complicated, but he put team first at the end of that game rather than himself first. And that, that's good to see because you don't see that as much as you like your professional sports. No. And, 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 you know, we've talked about Cleveland all year and they are better. I don't, I mean, I, I like their coach. Um, I think Baker Mayfield is okay. And maybe even a little above. Okay. I mean, I really do. Um, just give them some time and get them a little bit better at some other positions and, and, and I, I like Cleveland. I, I really do. I think they've tried to do the best. It always hasn't worked out. But I think finally they got a coach that if you give them some time and give them some players, um, they can get back to the playoffs. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski's doing a really good job. We, we know they have talent. They have a lot of talented players. The depth, you know, down to the 53rd person might not quite be there yet. But these wins are helping buy Baker time. And that's what Baker needs. I, I don't know if he's going to succeed as a really legitimate franchise quarterback, but these wins help buy him time to improve under the system. So it's a big win. Again, it gets him to six and three. They're right there in the playoff hunt. And, you know, Baker's going to have to step up and make some plays here toward the end of the year because here in just a few minutes, we're getting to the AFC playoff standings. And the Browns are going to have to make – I mean, somebody's going to have to make some moves here because there's about six teams at six and three, I think it is. I'll, I'll pull up the standings here in just a sec. So, we'll, we'll get into them here in just a little bit. Um, Rams beat the Seahawks. Russell Wilson has another – kind of a bad game, really. Yeah. Turnovers, which, 
he, three weeks now this season. He's had a bunch. Not really like him. Uh, and again, that you could say, well, they have a bad defense, and they do, and they have no running game. But those turnovers are still on him, though, because he's throwing the ball. Right. So he, he has to cut down on those. He, he's probably getting asked to throw a little more than he would like, or that he's used to, I should say. So we'll see how the Seahawks rebound. Um, Saints beat the 49ers. Drew Brees gets hurt. Probably going to be out three to four weeks is what most people are predicting. Ravens lose to the Patriots at Foxborough on a really bad weather game. Yeah, that looked that – it, it went from bad to horrible in a hurry there. I, yeah. I watched – I was, you know, I was watching it, but I wasn't paying a lot of attention. And it kind of started spitting and stuff. And then all of a sudden I looked over and it was like a torrential downpour. <laughs> it was. It was. And so I, I don't know. The, the Ravens are – Ravens are kind of one of those confusing teams this year. They have a lot of talent, but they also have a lot of injuries, uh, to be fair to them. So, I don't know. They're, they're not the team that they were last year, I don't think. But come seven weeks from now, once the playoffs start, maybe they'll be healthy and, you know, trending the right way. So, that's a team you can't count out. They're, they're just kind of – I don't know what to call them, but they're, they're not where they were last year, but they could get there by the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, they're they're not the best team or the second best team in the AFC. Um, you know, for them to get back to the championship game aspirations that they had last year, number one seed, I understand they got upset, but um, they're going to have to turn it around a little bit, and I just don't see it this year. I'm not seeing it either, but again, yeah, there's always a team or two in each conference that comes the last five or six games of the season where. Someone gets hot, someone gets cold. So we'll see what happens with the Ravens. Uh, moving on to next week's games, week 11. Now, we have, we have good primetime games this week. Yeah, last, last week's primetime games were not good. No, they weren't. <laughs> we actually uh, talked about that. They were awful, really. I'm just going to yep. say it. Uh, but, yeah, this week's are good. What are they? You have them right up there with so, you. Uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, the Cardinals are at the Seahawks. And trying to pull up this Yahoo app to see what the weather will be, if I can find it. Uh, breezy is all I'm getting. So typical Seattle weather. I'm sure it'll be breezy, kind of chilly, and chance of rain, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> there's always a chance um, of rain in Seattle, isn't there? There's always a chance of rain. And then the have Sunday ever, night game. Have you ever been there? I've never been there. I've been to Seattle once, uh, just for about half a day. Basically, I, I took a drive from Portland up to there. It wasn't raining when I got up there, but I had no plans, so I didn't really get up to the top of the Space Needle or any of that type of stuff. I just drove up there, and I complain about Colorado traffic on I-25, <laughs> and I've lived down I've lived down in Atlanta. <laughs> Seattle to Portland traffic is – it takes the cake. There's no comparison to anywhere I've ever been in my life. <laughs> it's the worst. It's by far the worst uh, because there's there's water everywhere. So there's, there's kind of like the mountains in a way. There's not a lot of room for highways. But anyway, yeah, I mean, the weather in Seattle can change at any second. So we'll see what happens. That that should be an entertaining game. Uh, Kyler Murray versus Russell Wilson. Both teams are 6-3. So it's a big playoff spot game. And then the Sunday night game is the Chiefs at the Raiders in Vegas. And the Raiders already beat the Chiefs this year. All right. So the Chiefs, Chiefs are going to want their revenge. Uh, Kansas City is favored by seven. 
And if I was a betting person, I almost think I'd like the Chiefs in this one. But I, I'm not Andy Reed, I think Andy Reid wasn't very happy last time. And he – well, him and, and the whole Chiefs, they still think they're the best. And I think they really know they're still the best. I mean, I really do. And this would be a big statement. It's a conference, you know, division game. Um, they don't like the Raiders. Just Chiefs and Raiders in general don't like each other. And I think if, if – yeah, if Andy Reid and Mahomes have the chance – you know, they're going to win by two, three, four touchdowns. I, I don't think they'll ease up on the Raiders. They're going to try to put some points on because I, I think there was – I read that the Raiders, after the win there in Arrowhead, did some dance around their team bus, maybe it was. or Yeah, their bus drove around the stadium a couple times. or Yeah, yep, and kind of rubbed it in. They didn't like it. That's So, we'll, we'll see what happens here. The, the Chiefs are definitely one of those teams you don't want to tick off, I guess, because they – they can they can put up forty on you in a hurry, yeah. So I'm I'm interested that for that just it should be a good game first of all hopefully, and then we'll get us another chance to see the the Vegas Raiders new stadium, right? Which is a really I, cool I have stadium. not watched a game in there yet, so I'll probably try to watch that. I think this will be their second primetime game of the year, right. maybe their third, but second I, for sure. I just haven't watched the games that are there, so. A really cool stadium. Once they get fans in, it'll be even better. They have a big uh, – the, the field goes in and out of the stadium like the Cardinals does. Okay. Uh, and then they have a big open uh, glass area that has a strip background, big flame. Okay. Uh, from big, so it, it's a pretty cool stadium. If you, if you tune in Sunday night, you'll get to see some of that. And then the Monday night game, Rams at the Bucks. Rams are six and three. Buccaneers are seven and three. And I mean, obviously, it's a big game for both these teams in the NFC playoff race. The Buccaneers want to try to win that division. Obviously, the Saints are on top now. And the Rams with the the Seahawks and the Cardinals, they need to pick up a victory here. Uh, the two other games I, I guess I would talk about in the the Sunday schedule, the normal times would be Titans six and three at the Ravens six and three. Again, big playoff spot game. And then the Packers seven and two at the Colts, who are six and three. Colts are actually favored by two there. A little we'll surprised what... at that, but yeah, and the Packers have got blown out a couple times this year. I, I don't know what to make of that game, but it's obviously a big game for both those teams. And going back to the standings, which I mentioned just a little bit ago. So the AFC, Pittsburgh is the number one seed at 9-0. Kansas City is 2-8-1. And then Buffalo is the third seed at 7-3. and Then here's a list of teams that are all tied at 6-3 and in, in order of their playoff rankings. Okay. So the season ends today in order of the playoff rankings. The four seed, again, these are all teams that are six and three. Indianapolis Colts, five seed Las Vegas Raiders, six seed Miami Dolphins, seven seed Baltimore Ravens, eight seed Cleveland Browns, and uh, ninth seed Tennessee Titans. So, so the Titans would be out right now because there's eight teams going right. And now what they yeah. change it to? We talked about this last week, I think. Did they for sure say they're going eight and eight, or did they say they're doing that just in case they need to? 
I think in case, or is it, are they okay. seven? I know they expanded. It's more than six now. Is it seven? Well, seven for sure. Seven for sure. They did okay. before the season started. So Cleveland would be the first team out if they go to seven. Okay. If they go to eight, Cleveland will be the last team in, and the Titans will be the last team out in the AFC. So the Titans wouldn't even make the playoffs, which is kind of crazy to think about because yeah, they, were, they were undefeated 4-0 or whatever. and Yeah, four, five and one maybe. Yeah. We were ranking them at number yeah. four, three teams a while back. Um, but, yeah, the, the AFC playoff race is pretty crazy. The NFC is not quite as crazy. It, it makes more sense besides the NFC East. As of right now, the Packers would have the number one seed, followed by the Saints at two, the Arizona Cardinals at three, the Philadelphia Eagles would be the fourth seed because division winners get a home playoff game, even though they sometimes shouldn't. And then the following three teams would be Tampa Bay, the Rams, and Seattle. So your Chicago Bears would be the first team out. Yeah. Unless they go to that expanded playoff. That's really sad. They are a really bad football team, and they're still in the playoff hunt. <laughs> they are, and I mean, and and their schedule isn't awful. They could win some games. And oh yeah, the, the NFC schedule is not that awful. I I think what's going to happen though is probably that the NFC West is going to get three teams in. I yeah. think the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Seahawks. Yeah, I would and agree. Everything else can take care of itself, but. I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, the injuries could happen. Um, who knows? But as of right now, I, I don't see Chicago, the Vikings, Detroit, or Atlanta or anyone. I don't think they're quite good enough. No. The, the Giants could. I mean, well, any of the NFC East teams could. So, whatever <laughs> comes out on top there. But It's got to be the Eagles, uh, doesn't it? So, someone, someone put on the meshes boards. What was it? I think – the Rams and Seahawks either play week 16 or 17. Let me see here real quick. If this loads, shouldn't take long. So, yeah, the uh, the Seahawks and the Rams play week 16. And they were talking about whoever – you might want to lose that game, actually. So, you could go to Philadelphia or to New oh, York. Yeah. <laughs> instead, instead of going to uh, – Arizona or somewhere. Right. I, Green Bay. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but that's true. I mean, it'll yeah. be the opposite of what you get toward the end of the season. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's tough to tell NFL. It's tough to tell teams anyway just to lose, but that it could be a good thing if, if you do lose that game. Maybe you get an easier matchup facing the NFC least, as we call them. But no, we, we got some good primetime games. I think next week we'll. We'll kind of do an updated top five. Yep. Maybe talk about uh, some awards. I know we can start on MVP, but we can start with like offensive, defensive, rookie of the year players, um, and just some other kind of random stuff. But there's there's some stats that are coming up, milestones that some players are getting close to that we talked about earlier this year that we'll kind of update. So sounds good. We'll want a little bit more in for next week, but yeah, we're week ten's over. We're heading to week eleven and. So far, so good. So fingers crossed that we we finish the season. Yeah, and say so it's getting. You're coming back, right, Trev? Yeah, I'll be back for Thanksgiving, probably for like four days, and then I'll be back a lot longer for Christmas because got some vacation to use. So sounds good. All right. Well, uh, 
When do you get back? Uh, next week, Wednesday afternoon or night. Okay. All right. So we may need to do this a different time. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll talk because uh, there'll be games Thursday morning and – so, Maybe we could do it Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll, yeah. we'll get it figured out yep. somewhere. So, so. Yeah, either do it Tuesday or we'll have to get together right when you get here on uh, Wednesday or something. So Maybe we'll just do it Thursday night instead of watching the boring lines and Cowboys play. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next week, Trev. All right. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Morgan You Asked For Podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button. Or hit subscribe if you want to hear more episodes from Morgan the Ask For Podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at morganyaskforpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at RyanMorgan34.